Hello and welcome to Tarot Bites. I'm Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of the Tarot Coloring Book and your host for this podcast series. This is episode 19 of Tarot Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on how to read tarot. For today's episode, our topic is the Hermit. So if you're ready, go ahead and grab your tarot cards and let's begin. Now, I want to start out by saying as an introvert, I'm very fond of the Hermit. I love to spend time alone, and that's one of the interpretations of this card. But before we get into those interpretations, let's take a look at some of the symbols. So the first thing I'd like you to notice is the lantern that the Hermit is holding. Now, the lantern lights the way. And as I say in the tarot coloring book, it's the symbol of a trusty guide that helps us find our way through the dark. Now, if you look inside the lantern, you're going to notice that there is a six-pointed star. This is the Star of David, which represents the light of God. In 78 Degrees of Wisdom, author Rachel Pollack says, We have seen the star both as a symbol of the hermit as teacher and also as a light of the unconscious, beckoning us to discover its secrets. I love that, by the way. You'll also notice that the hermit holds a staff. This is a symbol of initiation, but it's also a symbol of his authority as a teacher. Rachel Pollack says, it symbolizes the teaching which helps open the inner awareness. And I love to say that the beard is not a hipster fashion statement. It's a sign of wisdom and maturity. So right there, when you just think about those symbols, we're seeing themes of guide, teacher, uh, wisdom, maturity, all of that stuff. So how can we interpret this card? Well, again, as I mentioned before, talking about introverts, the hermit can symbolize a withdrawal. You know, sometimes we need to take a step back from a situation in order to gain perspective. And a timeout offers a chance to see things in an objective way. It can give us an opportunity to awaken the inner self. So sometimes the hermit says we need to pull our senses back. Now in yoga, by the way, I'm a yoga teacher, so I love having a little yoga philosophy with my tarot. But anyhow, in yoga, withdrawing the senses is known as pratyahara. It's part of Patanjali's Yoga Sutras. One of my favorite yoga teachers, Judith Lassiter, says this about Pratyahara. In the second stage of Shavasana, you are withdrawn from the external world without completely losing contact with it. This withdrawal is the experience of Pratyahara. Most of us know this state. When you're in it, you feel like you're at the bottom of a well. You register the sounds that occur around you, for example, but these sounds do not create disturbance in your body or mind. It is this state of non-reaction that I am calling pratyahara. You still register input from your sense organs, but you don't react to that input. There seems to be a space between the sensory stimulus and your response. Or, in everyday language, you are in the world but not of it. I think that's a really excellent quote and a great description of Pratyahara. And to me, this is the essence of the hermit. So our hermit, the hermit faces solitude. Uh, you know, you ever get that feeling that you just want to be left alone? That's total hermit energy. 
The hermit can also indicate contemplation or meditation, the practice of turning inward. And turning inward is the path to inner wisdom. Instead of consulting others for guidance, when we see the hermit, it may be saying it's time to look within. And you know, answers to most of our problems don't come from others, but they often come from our wise self, which is represented by the hermit. But on the flip side of that, sometimes the hermit can represent a wise counselor, you know, someone that we can trust to light the way when we cannot see it. For example, I've seen this card symbolize a therapist or, or a teacher more than once in a tarot reading. You know, sometimes it can be advising people that you need to seek guidance from somebody who is wise. Now, the hermit can also indicate learning a lesson. You know, sometimes life gives us big challenges to overcome so that we can become wiser. So this card can be interpreted as having gone through a situation and learned the lesson. You're wiser now. So what about when we reverse the card? Well, for one, it can symbolize not learning the crucial lesson from a situation. So I often interpret this as repeating your past mistake and having to go through it all over again in order to learn the lesson. And you know, sometimes it can be viewed as immaturity or recklessness. Uh, Rachel Pollack says that this reversal can indicate a Peter Pan attitude to life. Now the Hermit Reverse can also indicate coming out of a time of solace or solitude, you know, like a return to the world. For example, if you've been off the dating scene for a while and you're just coming back into it, that could be the Hermit Reversed. Therefore, it's a symbol of not being alone, of being around others. Now, sometimes the Hermit Reverse can indicate having trouble connecting with your own inner guidance. So instead of looking within, you're seeking guidance from external sources or, or maybe all the wrong places. And I've also seen this reversal signify escapism or running away from people. Uh, you know, so it could be like a fear of people or something like agoraphobia. So that could be another interpretation of this card. So how might you embody the hermit? Well, one of the ways that you may really try to get the essence of the hermit is by taking a total sabbatical. Yep, I'm talking a digital sabbatical, a time away from all of the day-to-day -day grind. So turn off your cell phone, turn off your computer, turn off the television, spend the day in your home doing things that are quiet, like meditation, contemplation, reading books, you know, things of that nature. That would be a wonderful way to experience the energy of the hermit. But another way to do that, the next time you find yourself dealing with some major issue, rather than looking to everybody else to figure out what do I do to solve this, take some time to meditate on your issue. That means really sitting with it and exploring it quietly and then listening for that wise self to speak up and give you the guidance on what you need to be doing or knowing. That's pure hermit energy. So anyhow, that wraps up this episode of Tarot Bites. And remember, you can check out lots more tarot goodness on my website, thetarolady.com.
I've got tons of free stuff for you guys, including free tarot classes, lots of blog posts, my astrological forecasts, and many other goodies for you to scope out. So enjoy it. And if you love Tarot Bites, and I really hope you do, please take a minute to give it a nice review on iTunes. This helps more tarot-curious people find their way to this podcast. If I know more people are digging this little podcast, you know what? It inspires me to keep on providing the series. So thanks again for listening, and have a beautiful day. And remember to pay close attention to your intuition throughout your day and let it guide you into making brave, excellent choices. You are always in the driver's seat of your life. You are in charge of your decisions, your plans, the action steps that you take or don't take. You're the boss. And if you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change that because nothing is ever fixed in stone. The tarot cards tell a story but you write the ending. Mm -hmm.